For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We are back in action. Shereen Herrera, Renee Shell, Wyoming Game and Fish here to talk about fall fishing. Renee, this is a fantastic time for fishing. I know a lot of folks' minds are on hunting, hunting, but fall fishing, let's chat. And sometimes fall fishing, you don't have as many people out there either because they're, they're hunting. split. They're hunting. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Or back at school. Yes. All the things. Or, yeah, they've gone home to another state. Okay. I want to highlight things around the state. So I do feel like I'm always most well-versed in this lander region. But we have coming up, and it was shared with me, a article coming out in our October issue of our magazine. So if you hear things that you didn't catch or didn't write down, you can find it there. If you subscribe, you'll get it in the mail or you can walk into a regional office and, and buy a copy in October. But yet, yeah, I think it's fun, especially, Shereen, people are hunting. They're traveling for sports this time of year with their kids. So sometimes it's fun to explore a little bit different area or go a day early and get in some fishing. Encouraging you to pack that fly rod or fishing pole with you on some of these sports and activities trips, like Renee said, too, and just take a little extra time to, to view the scenery. Exactly. So one thing that's being highlighted for us is the Flaming Gorge Reservoir. And it has been in the news quite a bit this year because the Kokanee just are not doing well. So we're asking folks to go there. Yeah, so we agree. The lake trout are really hitting those smaller kokanee and it's even the lake trout that are under 23 inches. So targeting those, they spawn in the fall. And a lot of the things I'll talk about today are some fall spawning species. You can see them more easily, of course, because they're getting to shallow ground. And then they're just more aggressive and more easily annoyed by the things you're throwing at them and more likely to bite at it. So it's a little bit easier to catch them. Yeah. And I always encourage folks, if you're river fishing and we have spawning fish, we try to leave them uh, alone a little bit. But when we have issues like uh, what's happening at the Flaming Gorge with the lake trout, this is a great time to easily catch them, like Renee said, especially on the fly. So if you've thought a lot about the gorge being uh, a gear only type of fishery, I know multiple friends that go out there during this time and catch them on the fly. They're in a little bit shallower water, right? Yeah, absolutely. And then even on the Game and Fish webpage, if it's not up yet, it will be up soon because this sort of starts usually around October 10th and goes for a couple weeks, their spawn. They will put, if you go under regions and then Green River, they'll actually put a map of showing where these lake trout spawns are happening. Mm. Yeah. Some are accessed by boat, some are accessed by foot. So either way, you should be able to get out there and target them. Yeah. A lot of them stay in shallow water, remain vulnerable to anglers, even into early November. And then don't forget about ice fishing there as well as we get that coming on. I've seen huge lake trout come out of the ice. Yeah, there are huge lake trout. I'm like, out of that tiny hole? (laughs) There? There are bourbon in that lake too. And that's a fun, yummy species. So a little bit easier to catch those at night. But yeah, so that can be great down there. And some techniques to catch some of the smaller lake trout. Again, we're under 
under 23 inches are what seem to be hitting the kokanee the hardest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will also say the creel limits are high, pretty high on that. Like I think it's like 12 per day and 24 in possession or something. I think the smaller ones are better eating too. Exactly. So just overall with all these fish mm-hmm. species. But long line trolling with lures like spoons and rapalas in 10 to 25 feet of water and then working that shoreline in 30 to 40 feet of water while casting and working the lure back. So whether that's with equipment or with a fly, that should be, it sounds like a lot of fun. Kokanee are so cool too. So if we can get them back to good numbers too in that area, they are such a fun fish to catch. I know. I'm hoping, I think they'll come back, but like people have seen over the years with the cutthroat and Yellowstone and the lake trout, it may just take some concerted efforts for a long time to keep hitting these lake trout hard. So where's our next spot we're moving to on the map? We are going to go up to the Jackson region. Also, lots of lake trout up there. Um, Keep in mind that Jackson Lake itself does close in October for fishing. But if you're up there for the rest of September, it's good fishing there. Jenny Lake, Slide Lakes, all those. Also, Shifting a little bit to the river, brown trout are on their spawning run in the Salt River. And so that is something fun for anglers to try. I think I do feel a little more comfortable. I don't think a lot of people are going to be over harvesting. Lots of folks who are out there trying during the spawn are catch and release, which is great, of course. Yeah, and brown trout of all the trout are a little bit more resilient. Yeah. And also a little bit more uh, aggressive, too. Yeah, some huge brown trout in that salt river. Beautiful. Many fish in the spawn. It's just like in that prime beauty and color. So do make sure you take pictures and send them. Yeah, (laughs) to Shireen. Send them to Game and Fish. Yep, Yep. I've seen a lot of cool master angler and different photos from Wyoming Game and Fish. So whether you're doing a fly for that or streamers and rapalas, again, to aggravate those aggressive fish work really well. Then moving on to Casper. Casper has a ton going on, of course in Glendo, huge walleye. So if you're after walleye, that's great. Casper is saying, hey, we think you should target channel catfish. I thought that was interesting. There are definitely people who are probably turning up their nose right now, like I have no interest in catfish. But there are a lot of people who are like, heck yeah, let's go catch a big catfish. My buddy caught like a monster catfish here. It was all dark. I think it was near Boyson or oh, something. They're such prehistoric. They're just cool looking. looking fish. Fresh cut bait is really best for those guys like suckers, carp, shad, using those things. And those fish are probably in the 18 to 25 inch range and some also over 30 inches. That's in Glendo as well. And then I learned some really fascinating things about that Miracle Mile. I just always thought of it as a trout fishery. And so, yes. Renee's about to blow your mind, I know. by the way, and, <laughs> and tell a big secret. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Shereen seemed like she knew. But what? You still have to you still have to have some. I didn't know about the kokanee. Okay. You still have to have some talent. It's like hunting. Oh, yeah. It's not killing. It's not catching with the fishing. No, I think it's a fantastic fishing. year sharing this yeah. info. It's on the Miracle Mile in that Platte River, starting in October... I did know this. The large brown trout are moving out of Pathfinder. So fish start moving out of there. Also, kokanee salmon. I had no idea they were in the Miracle Mile. Then I had no idea walleye are in the Miracle Mile that time of year. This one, rainbow trout. Yes, I figured that. But my mind was blown on the kokanee salmon and the walleye. Yeah, the kokanee for me, I didn't know. I knew about the walleye, but uh, yeah. that's cool. And that's a, a cool trip to make anyways, because a lot of folks do go over to the plat to fish from here anyways. Yes, they do. And I would think, I don't know, Shireen, this time of year might be a little bit slower, but it's going to be hit hard. If you don't want to see people 
I would say don't go to the <laughs> miracle oh, mile. It is busy if until the major snow flies at the end of November, it seems so. Yeah, yeah. it stays busy over there. But that's a cool, neat little uh, nugget of knowledge. Yeah. If you don't want to see people, I would go down to that Green River region and target those lake trout. And yeah. Have some time to yourself down there. Because all the also on a lot of our reservoirs, all the sort of like uh, tubes and ski, jet skis are done. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This time of year. They're all doing other things. So Lander, we talk about Lander a lot, but some great things to hit here. Of course, Boysen for walleye. Uh, walleye numbers are just up. We've talked about that before. So that should be good into the fall as waters start to cool down. Those walleye actually get hungrier as their metabolism increases and they should be easier to catch. Lake Camoweight, which is near Boysen, it's also called Bass Lake. Oh, okay. Largemouth large mouth bass. And then also people have been catching some nice tiger muskie. I try every year. Don't you don't you tell <laughs> don't me to go back guy. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Trying. No, I know I'm going to. They're, they're tough fish to catch, just so yeah. you know. Yeah. Some folks like the challenge, right? Some folks are fantastic, yeah. better than me. <laughs> yeah. And then headed up towards Dubois a little bit, the East Fork of the Wind River was really blown out early this year with all the rain we had. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, folks were targeting the Jakey's Fork on the other side, which I think has been good. But now would be the time to switch back over to the East Fork, some cutthroat in there. I think that can be fun. Even in those, so that Trail Lake area, those lakes are great. There's some huge brown trout in those lakes right when the river is outletting into the lake. We have netted some monsters. I love <laughs> so, hearing that. I know. Yeah, that can be fun. And then golden trout up in the winds. We've heard really good reports from people this year. Golden trout have always been hard for me. I think I've never caught one, Shereen. I've tried a lot. And <laughs> yeah. Me too. I don't know. We're hearing good reports. We've probably still got a few more weeks to hike in or even camp in there. You'll probably be mixing with some hunters. But if you're going out, wear some orange. Maybe think of that this time of year, too, depending where you're fishing. Carry your bear spray as well. A couple areas I do just want to make sure folks know that suffered some winter kill in the Lander region. So Badwater Pond near Shoshone winter kill and cow lake above lander and those were places where folks were going Badwater had all the that's where i was going for the tiger muskie i was gonna say that's where uh, folks were going for tiger muskie i know we'll get them back in there but don't try you'll don't do yeah. that that's where i was gonna go <laughs> don't go there don't go there i need to check the stuff online because i know this is all there correct it's there yeah. yeah or you can call our fisheries biologists too they they're tired of hearing from me no, they're not. No, they're not. <laughs> this is what they love. They love talking about this stuff. Headed down towards Laramie. So if you're headed to a UW game or something, you could go a little early, stay a little late. Some folks down there said the Laramie River upstream from Woods Landing should be good due to the brown trout spawn. So another fun place that's not the Jackson Salt River that I always think of with the brown trout spawn. So Laramie River and then the Bobby Compton down there, who's the fisheries supervisor, he had a good point. He just talked about even if you're not fishing all these places, even if you just have a minute to go look and see where the fish are, because they're so visible during the spawn. Then when you come back in the spring, they're in similar places. Right. Mm -hmm. So it just gives you an idea. Shereen's are telling all my. No, that's secrets. great. Yeah, she knows. <laughs> yeah. No, that's fantastic. So, yeah, I liked that tip. I was like, oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, I have some go. folks going down to the game. We're asking about fishing spots. Yeah. So. In that pole mountain area between Laramie and Cheyenne, a little further past Laramie, but some numerous beaver ponds in pole mountain. Good for that. And then Dipper Lake in the Snowy Range has an abundant population of grayling. And I guess that's a nice little walk in. Where is that at? I know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I need to be taking better. <laughs> the Dipper Lake in the Snowy Range. 
abundant grayling. And we were talking before we started recording, grayling are also in Lucky Pond, which is... That is so cool. Yeah. I'll even take your kids there. Yeah. I think some of the kids from the mentor program are going there. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's just a neat one that's easy, a little easier to get to Lucky Pond for us locally. So yeah, those are just some of the highlights. Again, this will be in the October magazine that you can buy or you can subscribe. If you walk in and buy it, it's five bucks. If you subscribe, Shireen was saying it's 15 bucks. Yeah, 14.95. You might as well just do that. It has 12 issues with it. And they do share a few stories online, but it's not everything that's in the publication. There's other kinds of things and reminders in there. And this month, our mule deer issue came out in September. Our mule deer issue came out and it is free. It's also the whole issue is online free. So there's some really great things about uh, Wyoming specific and mule deer. And I would encourage everybody to take a look at that. And you can get a link to the Wyoming Wildlife Magazine at wgfd.yo.gov. Renee, we'll have you back. We'll talk about some stuff with fall hunting. And then as we progress into ice fishing, we'll do that too. Let's talk for just a quick minute about Idaho detecting Villagers of those quagga and zebra mussels. So that's like just in the last couple days. That's a big deal. Yeah. So they were not, they had not previously ever detected them. And so villagers are just like the babies that you cannot see with the naked eye. They feel like sandpaper when they attach. And so that's why you have to feel when we inspect boats. Just so folks know, again, it's new to them. It's in that Snake River, which is scary because we share that river with them, but it's not above Shoshone Falls. So it shouldn't, the only way that it should move from Idaho to Wyoming, it shouldn't be up the river. It would probably be with a boat. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But the Department of Ag in Idaho is doing a more intense study on exactly where they're finding all the villagers now that they have them. They're doing their emergency plan, just like we have in our state, if it should happen here. But Idaho is now like a kind of a red flag state. So as a boater, now you you have to get your boat inspected before you launch any time of the year if you're coming from one of those states that has known infestation. Just personally for me, I know this maybe sounds bad, but I'll just I'm just going to keep my boat in Wyoming. I know. I Thank just, you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I, I want to say that same thing. And also to my friends that travel over and wade fish in that area yes. on a consistent basis. If you are wearing felt. Yes. There's so many things. And I just it's a reminder to myself, too, to clean my gear. And yeah. when I travel, I haven't traveled out of the state with my own gear for a long time. So yeah. clean, drain and dry. Yeah. And you're right. Gear is just as susceptible to all of that. It really is. And yeah. it's a good reminder. Renee, uh, I'd love to keep an eye on that. And I'm going to try to dig into that and keep the listeners up to date on how that progresses too but we'll have you back and uh, I know it's a busy time of year but looking forward to talking and breaking down some hunting stuff some ice fishing things and other bear aware podcasts that we'll do coming up here Shereen Herrera Renee Shell, Wyoming Game and Fish and the County 10 podcast for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's Granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. 
Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.